Hi, I'm Meredith with Visit My Smokies, and today we're at Under Canvas, right here in the Great Smoky Mountains. We're going to learn all about glamping today. Come on, and let's take an insider's look. We'll test out all of the crazy, awesome, glamour camping products. That's right, glamping. That's a thing. People <laughs> do that. Unfortunately. <laughs> People do that. Welcome, welcome. How's everybody doing? This is the Let's Make Fun podcast. My name's Jeremy. Balls, if you will. I'll go back to using that. It seems like a pretty big hit, at least with one of my friends anyway. Steve, shout out to you if you're listening. Uh, thank you so much for joining. Uh, this week we're going to talk about glamping, something that uh, I sure as hell hope I never do. Um, and I've actually been having a debate with one of my good friends, Lee, uh, of the fantasy sports episode, if you remember that one. We talked a lot about, uh, he, he's not a huge camper anymore. We used to go camping. It's actually how I met my wife, was through him. We all went on a camping trip, a real camping trip, not uh, in a yurt set up to look like a hotel or anything like that. It was an actual camping trip. Um, so we've been having a debate on Twitter about what glamping is and if I like if I actually do glamp um, or not because he thinks because I don't poop in a hole and cover it up with the dirt that I dug out of said hole that I am glamping uh, because I enjoy campsites that have outlets or porta potty. Well, I wouldn't really want a porta potty. That'd be kind of gross. Although technically it's the same thing. I'm not sure I've ever been to a campsite where I, you know, I tent camp and there's like a porta potty. Although I guess that'd be kind of nice because maybe they'd be able to move it closer to, you know, whoever wanted it closer. But no, for the most part, I think most campsites I've ever been to have the uh, the outlet or the outlets. Yeah, no, no, this is not glamping. Glamping has outlets. We're talking about outhouses. Most of the campsites I've been to have outhouses uh, that you have to walk to. You have to throw your headlamp on. Um, no, Lee, you are so wrong. And we'll get to that later when we get to the comments from social media. Uh, we'll get to what he was saying on Twitter. Uh, but for the most part, no, that is, not, that is not glamping. But again, we'll get to that later. The reason this was a thing is because my, my dear aunt, Samantha Olson, decided to put something on Facebook, I believe is where I saw it and commented, uh, that she went glamping. And I made fun of it, and I was like, this. I, I didn't directly <laughs> make fun of it. Uh, I posted something on my account um, about glamping. And what I had said was, uh, speaking of glamping, you know what's fun? Camping, like with tents and stuff. <laughs> and then I tagged her on that. Um, she seemed to enjoy it. She actually called me out and said, Hi, I'd like to weigh the pros and cons on your next podcast, please. Camping versus glamping. The ugly, the uglier, the ugliest. Truth behind it all. Raw talk, debatable structures. Next week on Let's Make Fun. Well, she said on Let's Make Fun, but it's the Let's Make Fun podcast. Um, so yeah, no, she's all about it. She actually called me out and wanted to do this. So uh, that's what we're going to talk about. I don't know much about glamping. I've never gone. Uh, so then, you know, I, I started the the next debate on uh, glamping on my social media stuff as well. And that's what we'll get to later. Uh, but yeah, that was the reason for it. 
uh, she did put some pictures on there um, showing what she did with uh, Eric, her husband, and their dog. Um, and it was, uh, it looks fun. I mean, and here's the thing. We're going to have Samantha on a little bit later. Uh, she wanted to get on the show, as you could hear in that uh, comment that she put on there. She wants to be on the show, so we're going to have her on the show. So we'll do that a little bit later. We'll kind of figure out exactly what she means by glamping, because I don't think from her pictures that it's actually glamping. I've got some stuff about glamping um, that I'm going to play you right here. So part of it was in the intro that you just heard. Um, it was the first thing that you heard, the woman talking. She's like, oh, yeah, we're, we're here looking at glamping stuff. And isn't it just serene? Which is just ugh, those kinds of people um, are the worst. But I wanted to play the next clip from that same video. Kind of show you, if you don't know what glamping is, um, I listened to this and it made me shudder and made me want to throw our computer um, just because this is the most pathetic type of thing I've ever heard. It's not, I'll just play this, you be the judge. Take a listen to this. Uh, This is inside look at under canvas glamping in the Smoky Mountains. Uh, Take a listen. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome, welcome. <laughs> Thank you so much for having us. Thank you for coming out. I love this space. It's beautiful, isn't it? So this is our, our indoor lobby tent where guests can hang out and just participate in group social activities. And it also has our fast casual dining. Fast casual dining. Um, indoor group tent, is that what he said? Let's go back. I just want to hear what he, what he called it again. Uh, I had it down and then I... <laughs> Then I missed it, but let's listen again to what he called the first part of that. Thank you for coming out. I love this space. It's beautiful, isn't it? So this is our our indoor lobby tent where guests can... Indoor lobby tent. So it's it's pretty much a hotel room. Uh, Welcome to our hotel lobby. Isn't it just a gorgeous, serene little place? You could easily just go to a hotel, but um, you wouldn't have all the perks of uh, a lobby. Oh, wait. Um... Or a uh, casual under-hut dining bar. Yeah, that's what I think about when I go camping. Uh, I need to have all of this stuff that a hotel would have. Uh, Let's listen to the very seemingly likable type of people that started this stupid-sounding place. Under Canvas started with our two owners, Jake and Sarah. They met while in Africa doing some volunteer work. She's from Europe. He's from Montana, so we get a lot of the different, you know, we have West Elm furniture, but then we also have some cowhide rugs, and so it's, it's, I think it's that perfect mix. God, just kill me. These are the kinds of people that are supposed to be, like, good people. Like, they're in West Africa, um, you know, doing better than everybody else here. Uh, you're a piece of shit for even trying to come here. You're not trying to save people in Africa right now, so what, what, uh, what I'm trying to tell you is go to Africa... Uh, give blood to them, and then come back, and then you can stay at our gorgeous inside look at under canvas glamping. Um, It's just, these are the type of people I hate the most. It's just like people that think they're better than you because they feel like somebody in a different country wants your help. Um, I'm not saying that they don't need your help, but we didn't need to know that those were the type of people that started this really stupid, pretentious, hippie-loving type of place. That's all I've got to say. Um, so yeah, that was kind of a 
just a little inside look at the type of this type of glamping anyway. It literally looks like it's just a hotel in the woods, which I think would be a lot cooler. You know, a lot of people complain about like how hot they get, how they don't have air conditioning or something like that. But then you want to go do something like this. Like, just go camping. I don't get it. Why? This isn't glamping. And this is exactly why I wanted to talk with my aunt, uh, Sam. She she will, you know, kind of tell her story, side of the story of what she did. Um, I think it's a little bit different. This is like just a bunch of... Like they, they built this gigantic tent community where you, it, it literally just looks like a hotel under a tent, which is, I'm pretty sure the exact thing that glamping is. Um, also, I hate the fact that they combined two words. It's so stu- stupid. I almost combined two words right there and said stushy, stupid and douchey, uh, but that was just an accident. Uh, but it is, it's like oh, glamping. <laughs> it's so funny. Oh my God. It's funny. Uh, I just, I don't get it. I never will understand these types of things. Like, just go camping or go to a hotel. Why do you think you're so much better than everybody else? Or think that it's like, maybe you don't think you're better than everybody else. uh, But just do one or the other. Why does everything have to be a combination? Like, like now it's like, there's no such thing. Or Like, you're not a boy or a girl. You're a burl or a goy. It, you know, there's multiple genders, there's multiple ways, there's, there's not just camping or hoteling, it's glamping, I just, the world we live in today sucks, and I, I hate most of it, uh, so this is another thing that I hate, but, <laughs> hey, stay tuned, because we'll be talking a little bit more about glamping, uh, like I said with Samantha, uh, my aunt, uh, she, I, you know, I used to call her Aunt Sam, uh, but now we've grown up, And now I just call her Sam. Hopefully she'll be okay with that. So hopefully that won't weird you out when I don't call her Aunt Sam. I'll just call her Sam. Uh, (laughs) Not that you give two shits about whatever the hell I call my aunt. uh, But just wanted to give you a heads up. Uh, So how about we start... I know we went a little unorthodox there with the playing of a video first. um, But how about we go ahead and get to some stat corrections now. Everybody makes mistakes. Wrong, 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 wrong. Am I wrong? No, you're not wrong. Wrong, 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 wrong. Sometimes you just need... Stat Corrections. We are now back to this pretty much just being, what did Jeremy forget to say? Uh, And I just keep forgetting to make a new sounder. Uh, for the intro of stat corrections to, and really just not even stat corrections anymore, uh, but more just what did Jeremy do wrong or something like that. I should just should just change it. Um, so, but what we're really gonna talk about right now is HOA stuff again. Um, and it's not like I haven't already talked about this, but because this just happened today and yesterday, uh, I wanted to talk about it. So we just finished painting our outside fence um you know beautiful fresh poop brown uh which is what our highlands ranch hoa decided on um and because we live on a corner lot again we had to paint an entire strip of fence on the side of the house and the front of the house um then we have a small fence in the front yard as well that's kind of like a cool little 
well, it's most it's it's kind of cute, but then mostly it's for like, don't you dare step onto our lawn. Like we're old people at heart. We're the actual get off our lawn people. Um, but we don't even let people get on our lawn because we have a fence kind of blocking the the way to get on the lawn, which I think is pretty cool. Uh, but no, we had to we had to paint all of that, and uh, of course today and yesterday were extremely hot and sunny, and now I'm sunburnt because we had to be out there all day yesterday and most of the day today, um, and it's not fair. We pay the same amount of an HOA as everybody else in this stupid neighborhood. And most of the people, I mean, there are obviously, what, once every corner on each street, there's a house that has the same type of issue where we have to paint an extremely long amount of fence when everybody else just has like the two feet of fence in between their house and their neighbor's house. Um, And that connects in the middle. So they just have their half of that fence that they have to paint. Um, so we had to go buy an entire gigantic five gallon bucket of paint, which is not cheap, and then spend two days of our 4th of July weekend painting when everybody else just had to paint two feet. Um, and again, it's not just us. It's a, you know a couple of people, a few people out of the thousands of people that live here, maybe a hundred people. So again, it's not just us. It's however many corner lots there are in this neighborhood had to do that. But we pay. We, it's not like we got a discount on anything. We don't didn't get a discount on our HOA fees um, or anything like that. And before you say it, if you haven't listened to this before, um, I understand that we have a corner lot. So, yeah, we have a little bit more of a, you know, it's kind of cool because we don't have a neighbor. But... The issue with that is that people still park along that side of the fence, and we have no jurisdiction. I'm not a cop. Uh, <laughs> but we don't have any rules, like, we don't have any rights and, uh, except for keeping that part of the fence maintained. We have to paint it, we have to make sure the weeds are off of the little uh, rocky area that's right there. Uh, but we can't say anything about people parking there constantly and people um, just always leaving their cars there for weeks at a time. But we have to take care of that area, which I I don't understand. Like, how how does that make sense? We have to take care of an area, but we don't get any discount or anything. Like, we can't tell people to not park there. However, we have to take care of it constantly. Again, I will never, it will never make sense to me. Um, but because we just had to paint that today and yesterday, I am now burnt to a crisp and tired and just want to go to sleep. But here I am doing this amazing show for you. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I just had to get it off my chest cause my dear God, that was not fun. I mean, it's a nice workout, you know, constantly bending over, over and over again and flexing my beautiful muscles to get the paint onto the the wood. So I guess it is kind of cool. But again, mostly for everybody else. I didn't get to see my muscles. Everybody else got to see my muscles. (laughs) But no, we're hoping that it's finally over with. We didn't do the best of jobs. Again, we're not professional painters. So I sure hope they don't come to us and say, hey, um, you didn't get everything done in time. We had to have it done by July uh, 15th. Um, 
again, this is a podcast, so you might listen to this four years after this was actually done. Uh, but it was July 15th, 2019, a sunny day, uh, beautiful, light, crisp air. Uh, I'm kidding. That's in the future. I have no idea what it's going to be like. But yeah, that's when we're supposed to have it done. And we're hoping we don't get another letter saying that wasn't done well enough because we don't know what the hell we're doing when it comes to painting fences. Um, if you've ever had to do something like that as well with your stupid HOA, let me know. Make me feel a little bit better. <laughs> Please, God. That would be awesome. Uh, so we'll take a quick break. We'll get to some of these uh, social media comments as, as well as uh, that interview with Sam, my aunt, here shortly. Uh, we'll be right back on the Let's Make Fun podcast. Cruise has been a sponsor for the Not Normal Network, and to celebrate, Brent Shivey and the DBC are offering you 10% off your next adventure to go cruising for a bruising mile high style. Just visit DenverBrewsCruise.com, and during checkout, in the How Did You Hear About Us section, select beer for breakfast and type in promo code B4B2019 to get 10% off your next adventure on the Denver Brews Cruise to go cruising for a bruising mile high style. What's up, everybody? This is the Let's Make Fun Podcast. My name's Jeremy Balls. Thanks for sticking around. And if you've been following me on any of the social media platforms, you would know that Romance and Rebellion came out with a new song, and that's it. It's called Whole... Wow. Whole Heart Broken. It's on Spotify. It's on YouTube. You can find it pretty much anywhere. Uh, Apple Music. Anywhere you get your music. Um, go search for it. These are the songs we've been hoping for. Uh, took a little bit longer than expected, I'm assuming, but uh, that just, you know, I'm sure that happens. I wish I could say I knew how that went, but I've never been a part of an actual successful music group. Now, I was part of Lane Arthur, the amazing acoustic stylings of Jared Zepp and me, my beautiful singing on uh, 
a couple of occasions, kind of just off the top of my head. Uh, never really wrote anything, uh, but I wish I could say that I knew exactly how how it goes when you're trying to release stuff. I've never done it, uh, but we're very happy that Romance and Rebellion does have some new stuff out. So keep an eye out on Spotify and any place that you go find music, uh, because I believe they're just coming out with singles, um, one after another, you know, like that. So I don't know if they'll come out with an album, uh, but I will keep you posted. Um, or you can go, you know, follow them on Facebook, Twitter, any of that stuff, and you can find out for yourself. Uh, otherwise, just listen to this show, and I'll try to give you as much information as I can for Romance and Rebellion. Again, whole heartbroken. Go check them out on Spotify uh, or on YouTube, whatever works best for you. Um, and also, don't forget to go to n3entertainment.com. That's where our show is, um, as well as Spotify, too. I mean, if you have Spotify already, yeah, we're on there. It's not a big deal. I mean, it is. It's a pretty big deal for us, but uh, you already knew that. We're also on iTunes, Stitcher, and Spreaker as well. Uh, but if you don't have any of those, you could just go on to the computer and go to n3entertainment.com and find us there, as, lo- as well as 4th and 20 and Beer for Breakfast, two other great podcasts. Um, that way you can have all the podcasts you've ever wanted in your life. Uh, so n- we were talking about uh, glamping today, um, and I think next we'll just go ahead and get right to the comments from social media because you don't want to hear more of my opinions, even though I'm going to give you some more uh, after we get to the comments from social media. So let's just get to that first. And now it's time for... Hey, bro, do you do that Soshmead? Soshmead? Comments from social media. I know I said that we're going to do comments from social media, but first I wanted to just talk about... Um, how stupid people are. Um, I know it's kind of the basis of this entire show, so it's not really anything I really had to kind of alert you to, like, oh my God, stop everything. He's going to make fun of somebody. Uh, but again, we live in a stupid neighborhood where everybody seems to act like they like each other, and it's really annoying. Yesterday was 4th of July, and uh, while we were painting our fence, one of our cool neighbors was like talking to one of the other cool neighbors of theirs, and they're like, oh, hey, Tiffany. Thought you were going to be out of town till the 7th. She's like, no, we're going to be here uh, now. We're back. Oh, okay, then. All right, bye. It's like, uh, was that really a necessary conversation between two people? Like, who cares? Why do people act like they care so much? I love the people that I like. I love them. But I'm not going to make fake conversation with every single one of my neighbors every time I see them. Like when you go to King Supers, like you don't need to talk to your neighbor. You're going to see them every day for the rest of your life. Why do you have to act like you care that much about them at uh, while you're getting sausages together? I don't know. Just something that thought I thought of because he just drove by uh, and I see him through my front windows just... And my front window is also open, so it's very possible they can hear everything I'm saying. But I'm sure they already know that we don't like them. Uh, what with the not making eye contact and going straight into our house without saying anything. Uh, but so, yeah, let's get to uh, <laughs> comments from social media now. Um, so what I put on social media was, like I said earlier, I kind of talked about it already on social media. But then I 
um, decided that's what I was going to do for this episode. Uh, so I said, well, I made fun of glamping and now have a guest to be, uh, to be the counterpoint of why glamping sucks. If you have any questions or comments, get them in now, you know, stuff like that. Uh, so we got a couple again, uh, in a couple of different types of social media. Like I said earlier, one on Twitter, uh, and, or a couple on Twitter and one on uh, Facebook. So first we have Lucy Patterson. Lucy, Lucy says glamping is dumb. You might as well just get a hotel room at that point. Point of camping is to get dirty and rough it all weekend. No showers, fire cooked food and sleeping on the ground or a hammock. Those are cool. I agree, Lucy. Just like I was saying earlier, that's exactly what glamping is. You're pretty much in a hotel. Sweet. I just, I don't, I don't understand it. It's like, that's where I just don't get it. Are you trying to tell people you want to go into the woods, but you don't want to camp? I... I just, this is where I get confused. This is why I can't wait to talk to Sam because I want to know what the hell it is. Like what, what, what is the point? And that's really all that's going to be. I don't, (laughs) I don't really have any like super specific questions for her. I just want to know what it is that she does and why she likes, uh, glamping more than camping. Uh, next we, so thank you, Lucy. We'll get to a little bit more of that, but I agree with every single thing you said because that's exactly, it's exactly what I said earlier. My point exactly. Uh, next, we've got Lee Hill. Lee, like I said before, is the uh, the guy that was wearing the squirrel suit in the fantasy sports episode. He thought it was fantasy, uh, I think, just fantasy episode. <laughs> fantasy lovemaking. Um, but no, he chimed in on Twitter. He said, is glamping as if I like to poop in a bathroom? I mean, I can be outdoorsy, but I'm not digging a hole. If that makes me a glamper, then call me Glampy Glamperson. P.S. Raise up your Twitter game just for me. Uh, I appreciate that, Lee, but Twitter sucks. I'm still trying to figure out why like, I even try to do anything on Twitter. All I get on Twitter is stuff from like super celebrities that don't any- ever like do anything for me, so I really don't care about Twitter. So I apologize, Lee. I'm trying, but it's really uninteresting. I don't care about what anybody on Twitter usually has to say. Usually I'll find out about that stuff on Facebook, which is a a little bit more user-friendly and um, more of my friends are on it, including you. So don't take offense to that. I just meant it's kind of boring. I don't really get Twitter. Um, So what I told him to that was, no, I'd say most good campsites have outhouses. Then he then, he then said, then you're glamping. Real camping is watching Smokey the Bear take a dump behind a mulberry bush. (laughs) I told him he was high, and to tell the low, he's in uh, Hawaii right now. Him and Lauren, his beautiful wife, uh, just got married last weekend. Uh, congrats to them again. Uh, but they're in Hawaii. I told him to tell the locals to put less hash in his coconutty drink. Pooping in a hole in the ground is is for the homeless, not campers. Um, he then went to ha- had to say a bunch of stuff on the internet, um, which doesn't really help me believe that this it's true. Uh, he says from the internet. Camping. True campers know the proper way to answer nature's call. Bury it. Keep it away from the water. Even pack it out if needs if need be. Beyond that, no special accommodations are necessary. I wholeheartedly disagree. I've been camping my entire life. Never have I ever, and uh, drink if you have, 
uh, pooped in a hole and buried it. Maybe I did when I was young. I actually kind of think I may have now that I'm thinking about it harder. Like when I was like five. Maybe I did. And maybe it was because it was fun and funny. But I guarantee you there is a... <laughs> we probably did it right behind an outhouse. Like... We didn't go to places where there weren't outhouses. That's just the way it's always been. That's the way it'll always be because we're not disgusting hippies or hobos or the people that run that stupid glamping site. Um, and that's the thing, too. If you see the people that ran that glamping site thing that I played the video of, um, they didn't show their picture, but I could kind of just guess what they look like. They probably looked just like the guy that was talking in it, which was like a bearded guy, like and not like a really long like Charlie Blackman or Lee Hill type beard. Um, like one of those perfectly trimmed beards, but with like, uh, perfectly combed hair and Birkenstocks and like, everything's cool. Um, I poop in the ground and bury it, but also we want to make money. So we opened a glamping site, um, with bathrooms inside and everything just like at a hotel. Uh, so no, I totally disagree with everything you're finding on the internet. He also then said, um, Glamping. There's no two ways about it. Glampers do not dangle their unholies in the wind. Ah, uh, in the wild. <laughs> in the wind would have been funny, too. Um, it's uncivilized. Uh, then he also said, uh, okay, I thought he had another one for the internet. Uh, but he's just backing up the internet. Uh, I, I last, last thing I told him was that glamping is more than just pooping in a bathroom. Having an entire house in the woods is not glamping. You shouldn't be able to watch the Rockies game and say you're camping. I then said Twitter sucks. Uh, and I know a conversation that I had with somebody else isn't really interesting, but it had everything to do with this, this specific episode. And I wanted to get to it because it's all true. Everything I just said was true. You shouldn't be able to watch TV and kick back in a recliner and say that you're camping. And I guess you're not. You're saying you're glamping, but you're an idiot if you say that. Because why would you, why would you think it's cool to go glamping? God, it's stupid. Just camp or go to a hotel. It's the last time I'll say it. Well, I'll say it to Sam too, probably, I'm sure. And uh, we'll get to that conversation next. We'll go to a quick break. Uh, thank you to Lee and Lucy. We didn't have a lot of interaction, uh, but it's probably because nobody cares about glamping. Uh, but it's something to easily make fun of, so I'm very happy to be able to have done that. So far, uh, we'll keep going, and uh, also we'll get to uh, a list of the best things for glamping. Because we want to make fun of stuff. But uh, at the end of this episode, we will have a list. We always try to find a list, but I want to have a list of stuff that might seem kind of cool that you could be that you could use for glamping, but also see if it's also maybe something you could just do while you're camping. A much more fun thing to do. Uh, so stick around. We'll get right to uh, Sam, my aunt, when the Let's Make Fun podcast returns.
here at the Not Normal Network have class. Oh my god, somebody just came to the door and told me they're opening a brewery across the street. Like, hell yeah. Dignity. I mean, yeah, if you're gonna, like, smell like absolute crap, like you actually pooped on your pants and, like, put them on. And style. It's a way to help them improve themselves if they want to, but it's not forcing them into or into giving up cocaine if they use it to relax after a long day. No, 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 no. cocaine Sorry. does not help you. Yeah, does not help you relax. To, yeah. Listen to beer for breakfast. Let's make fun and fourth and twenty. All shows you can only find here on the Not Normal Network. Charmed, I'm sure. Let's make fun podcast. My name's Jeremy. This is the show about glamping. And that song is called Branson the Bear. I know that was the song I played by them uh, last week. That's As Fire Falls. But that beat is awesome. And uh, I like me some metal. And uh, this is just a cool song. So I wanted to play it. And I'm sure Sam appreciates it as well. We used to listen to a lot of the same music growing up, um, so I'm very pleased to be joined by our next guest. It is my Aunt Sam. Sam, how the hell are you doing? Ah, it's going great. Friday. It is Friday. Can't complain. I'm I'm very excited you were able to come on to the show because, like we were talking about before, you're not some crotchety old lady. You're uh, somewhat similar in age to me, so for you to be able to take a few minutes out of your Friday night, I really appreciate it. Totally. That's, you know, the mid-30s people have crazy plans on Friday night. You know, that's the same way I feel. You know, I'm sitting here partying, recording a podcast. You're sitting there partying, (laughs) being part of my podcast. So we're we're pretty cool 30-year-olds, you know? I'm going to have to agree with that. Life is good. (laughs) And I figured you would be fine with it since we, so we could talk about apparently your favorite thing on earth, which is glamping. Um, I had no idea that you were into that until I saw that on Facebook, which really kind of spawned this entire episode. So thank you for that. And uh, when, when was the first time you've gone glamping? Was this the first time or have you guys gone before? So so that's the thing is that this was glamping, uh, inaugural glamping, I should say, trip number one, because before that, backstory, I have been tent camping with my husband uh, a handful of times, and honestly, it's just it's just not for me. And Ugh. so we kind of went back and forth, you know, the last year on the last camping trip we took. And I said, you know, I can't I can't do this anymore, babe. I can't. I'm done. <laughs> and there were oh man, we do this thing with my friends every year called hashtag Camp Friendship, and we get uh, there's like six couples. 
and a couple of single stragglers and then a shit ton of kids and dogs and we do this thing and, and the first year we did it was really fun and then last year we did it and there were so many wasps and so many bees mm. we have these things called the meat bees out here up in in northern nevada and meat bees just, they're called meat bees they love meat literally they're okay. huge huge bumblebees anyway I, was, I, so thought, that was it. That I wasn't was sure if you were talking about meat, M-E-E-T, and they're like, hi, how's it going? And then you're like, no. No, no, not, not like friendly little, ooh, <laughs> no, like, they like the beef. Huh. So it's, that was the end of it for me. And I told, I told my husband, Eric, I said, you know, I'm, I'm not going to do this again in a tent. I'm, I'm hot. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm just not happy. I'm peeing in the woods and that's just like I don't know who's gonna sneak up on me or I just I can't do it so that's so this was first year glamping we got nice. a little teardrop trailer and uh, I'm not looking back so See, that's it, just the tip of the iceberg no I I totally agree I mean here's the thing I don't like meeting bees either I don't like meat bees <laughs> I don't like meeting bees hey. <laughs> um, I don't like, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't like mosquitoes. I don't like any of that either. Uh, but when it comes to actual camping, I feel like it's kind of, it's just kind of part of it. And, um, you know, you're just like, uh, I've recently found out, and I don't know if this will shock you or not, because maybe you already know this, but your sister, my mother, Jody also is obsessed with, uh, or not, not obsessed, not obsessed, the exact opposite of obsessed, um, with, camping like getting ready and getting all this stuff packed and all that fun stuff um mm -hmm. and i didn't realize that i thought that she was totally fine with it but apparently her and my sister jazz are kind of just over camping and i wonder if they would be in on the same boat um if they would be more inclined to instead of you know tent camping go trailer camping or rv camping yeah i mean but in in camping defense versus the glamping defense I do have to say that we didn't realize how much prep was really into the whole trailer situation as well. Mm. So it's not like it's, it's easier when you're out there, not easier on the front end. So there's a lot, <laughs> there's a lot that goes into that too and getting things set up. And, and I got the fun job of, um, I don't even know what you call it because I don't have any technical terms for this. But you basically have to get all the four legs of the trailer on the ground and evened out. And you have to, like, use this crank thing to do all the stuff. And so Eric put me in charge of all that. And I'm mm. out there sweating. And, and you know, again, fantastic <laughs> glamping. Like, I'm sweating <laughs> for the trailer. So it's not all it's not all fun and games. But I, I didn't realize how much went into that. And, and we spent probably a week packing up the trailer. Wow. And then it takes a good couple hours to set up to the trailer and then you get it hitched and you've got electronics and things to hook to the truck and and then you get out there and you got to undo all the leg things again and, and then you got to stop at a rest stop thing and you have to empty the tank which is ugh, <laughs> that's not i have nothing to do with that see that's um, what i was so wondering I mean, about yeah yeah so i mean it sounds like i'm still you know on on camping with this i'm not trust me i'm happy about the trailer but there's, there's a lot of work that goes into that too. So, you know, I, I can see both sides to, to each story and, you know, like, like Jody, <laughs> I don't know what else to call her. And Jasmine Sis, says, yeah, that's fine. Like, loading up the tents and, and doing all that stuff is, I'd say it's equal amounts of work. 
I just think it's a matter of what you're good with once you're out there in the woods. Right. You know, do you right. want do you want a good solid roof over your head that isn't going to blow away in the wind, um, or or do you want you know something a little more reliable? That's that's my thing. I like having an escape. I like the trailer because it was like oh swarm of wasps. Hey, I'm going to go in into my trailer and I don't have to deal with you. I don't have to look at you. I don't have to cover my ears to to hear you. I don't have to do anything like that. Yeah, we'll wait you out. It's a a safety net for me, literally and and, and, uh, figuratively. So, yeah. No, I I agree with that. I mean, there there have been times in the past where, um, you know, tent camping – you just can't get away from it. And even if you do get into the tent, you zip it up, they're in there with you because they got through when you had the, the tent unzipped for the five seconds mm-hmm. when you were rushing in there. Or when you have mm-hmm. the uh, the unfortunate times where it is so windy or raining or hailing that it's extremely terrifying and you think <laughs> your tent's going to blow away or like get you know, just destroyed on top and everything's going to come through. Now, I don't know how much right. of that might happen out there in Reno, um, as far as the rain and, and, and hail, does it? Okay, I wasn't sure about that. I oh, just yeah. see. I don't. I don't know I, these things. I don't live there. Well, it's the same. Like I honestly think of, and we don't really say Reno because obviously when we camp, we're probably outside. We're going at least True. an hour, hour and a half in either direction. Um, and we have a couple different elements out here, a little different than than Colorado, where we've got desert camping, mm. or you have like the mountainous woods camping now that's where i also draw a hard line of a hard no for me is the desert camping which eric does he tent camps in the desert now that's where you're going to get those crazy like 70 mile an hour winds all that kind of stuff all the elements and the heat so Uh, bad um and the mountains we definitely get the same hail rain not so bad winds but that can happen sometimes too but it's the the heat and the cold because we're high desert so we get like 30 degrees and all of a sudden it'll be 90 the next day, you know, Right. 30 degree overnight. So that's, that's another thing. Like, but, the, but do you find that in your tent camping that that, I guess, um, unknown of if it's going to rain or if your, your tent's going to stay up or whatnot, do you find that as part of the adventure? I do. I mean, it is kind of part of it. I would, uh, I feel like I would prefer to know, like, I think I'd rather know that it was going to just be beautiful and, and not, you know, blow over or anything or like, uh, but part of it is too, like, okay, so here's the thing. The wind is the most pointless thing on earth as far as when it comes to uh, weather. Um, I don't, I don't like the wind. There's nothing good about it. Now, when it comes to rain or a thunderstorm or something like that, I think that's a little bit different when you're tent camping because you can get in there into the tent and it makes it a little bit you know, it's, it, it does make a little bit of an adventure because you're like, ah, oh, cool. I'm, you know, I have this tent above me. It's going to protect me. It's kind of fun to get away from it. But when it comes to wind and you think things are going to blow away, it's, that's a little bit, that's where I draw the line. I can't stand the wind. So in that instance, mm-hmm. no, I don't like it. And I would rather have a tent or an R, or a, uh, RV or a camper or something like that rather than okay. a tent. Yeah. Okay. So, so let's talk about animals okay now how safe do you feel in your tent when you're rolling into camp and ranger jane says hey hi jeremy and kelsey how you doing welcome to camp 
you're totally screwed. <laughs> this is a high prone bear region. Enjoy your day. <laughs> Have fun at your campsite. And then you've got the tent. Let's just throw in some wind there just for S and G. How do you, how do you feel then? How are you, how are you feeling? Well, I'm fine. Ours is uh electro. It's a, it's an electric tent. So we, we run the risk of rolling into the side of the tent when we're sleeping and getting electrocuted, but we feel a little bit safer because of that. <laughs> no. So I'm assuming there's also a barbed wire uh, yeah. sort of situation out, out as a perimeter as well. No. Yes, yeah, we call that the prison tent. But, oh, they, sell, they must sell those at Shields or yeah. RBI or something. Yep, right? they do. Right yeah, now. it's a brand new thing. That's for those over the Labor Day weekend. You okay. should get on that. <laughs> but no, you're right. I I do feel very terrified. I, if I hear a single noise outside in a tent, I usually think it's a bear or a very hungry cougar or something. Uh, mm-hmm. Most of the time, it's probably just a, a bug hitting the tent, but I yeah. feel like it's probably more like a gigantic thing trying to eat us. So you're right. I do feel a little bit unsafe in the tent. Um but still, okay. it's not it's not enough to ever make me not want to go to go camping again. We don't like I was saying earlier in this episode, you didn't hear it, obviously, but I was saying we don't do the tent camping where we walk like 10 miles from the, you know, the parking lot to get way out of nature. We try to, you know, we want to kind of be in the places where it's we don't want to go to places that are super overcrowded where everybody's getting trashed and you know, it's right off of the highway or anything, but we want to try to find spots that are a little bit off the beaten path, but there's still like a dirt road to get to a site where most of the time there are a few people there. So hopefully there won't be any animals. Um, but yeah, we're not, mm-hmm. we're not looking for those, uh, way off the beaten, tr- beaten path where you have to hike half the day just to get to a spot. So nobody's around. Um, that's where I think right. I would draw the line. Cause I'd probably be a little bit more terrified. Yeah, they would definitely never find your body. <laughs> no, no. And that's the whole point. Yeah, I think a lot of those people try to do that. They try to get as far away from people as possible. So, you know, and they don't even tell anybody that they're doing it. They don't te- They don't have any sort of, you know, thing on any social media saying that they're going there. And then, yeah, they don't even, there's no way anybody's going to find it, let alone because it's a, no. a bear has eaten your entire and, body. And, well, exactly. Well, let me tell you this. So, so Eric, he does just that. He will go, and again, I'm talking about that weird desert camping too. Mm. He he will go by himself and just go on a solo camping trip out in the middle of nowhere. You know, wow. with, with a with you know, I guess a very little to no signal half the time, and that scares the crowd out of me. Oh yeah, there's times where I'm like, even if he drops the pin, like on the iPhone, where he can kind of sort of figure out maybe where they're at like still you don't know where the heck they're going and mountain lions are really big here in, in oh really in nevada and you there's no reasoning with them like a bear and i'm learning all this i'm sounding like an expert right now <laughs> this is all new knowledge but from what i hear the bears get a little a little scared a little bit easier but the the mountain lions have zero uh, zero f given and they will just pretty much eat you so nothing will scare them yeah that is terrifying and that's the thing about bears too and i I mean mountain lions yeah that that sounds terrifying anyway if you if there's no way you can do anything but the the thing about uh bears too is that 
who the hell knows what it is that actually scares them. Like there's things where it's like somebody's like act bigger than the bear than you actually are and it'll scare the bear. And then another thing's like act dead. It's like is there a middle ground I'm supposed to do? Like <laughs> you want me no, to go from No, like, I have it makes zero I sense. I have no idea. Yeah, yeah, that confuses me too. We it, uh we were told we well we got a a bear bell for our dog. Oh nice. Because supposedly this little dinky jingle bell thing on Gandalf's neck is going to scare these bears away and they will hear him coming. I'm like, my dog is so dumb sometimes. I'm like, if a bear comes up, he's going to be like, hey guys, that's my friend. Like, Catch me. Yeah. Uh, Smokey, you know? So I just, we hear opposing theories too. I'm like, okay, be slowly back away. Right. Now you got a freaking jingle bell. Like, I don't know. I started crunching. Oh, this is how ridiculous I am and paranoid. We go on, you know, a couple hikes this last weekend, and I'm crunching an empty bottle of water. And <laughs> Eric's like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm scaring the bears away. You know, It like, totally is. Like, I, in my head, with that and the combination of Gandalf's jingle bell, like, we were golden. Like, we got it. We got this. Unless it's bears, a bear that... got nothing. Maybe it's a bear that likes Christmas. Then you're really attracting it. <laughs> oh, no. I'm, I could have totally screwed myself in that situation. But, you know, it felt felt right in my head. So. <laughs> well, as long as you felt so, safe, then that's all that matters. Yeah. So, um, so we've talked. Oh, go ahead. No, go, you go ahead. You're my guest. You go I, ahead. Oh, it's okay. I'm just really thinking this through because, you know, honestly, in my head, I'm keeping this little secret tally. And I feel like we've talked a little bit about weather and we've and the elements mm-hmm. um, and the damn wind. And we've talked a little bit about the, the critters and the lions and tigers and bears and mountain lions. <laughs> and I feel like... In both scenarios, you kind of have been like, yeah, you know, that I can deal with it, but it might be kind of nice to have a little more secure something. So in my head, I'm trailer two points for you and, and regular camping <laughs> zero, but we haven't talked about um, facilities. Like, mm. I'm just going there. I'm going no, there. That's fine. I'm going to the restaurant. Re- going to the restaurant. I try where, to talk about poop at, at least one time per episode, so I appreciate <laughs> you. Podcast. Yeah, every podcast, <laughs> everybody no. poops. Here's the th- everybody poops, but you. Yeah, no. Here's the thing. Indeed. Yeah. So my friend Lee had also talked about mm-hmm. on Twitter because I posted this on Twitter as well. Uh, this whole thing, <laughs> and he was talking about um, Jeremy. You like to poop. Where do you poop when you go camping? <laughs> And I said, well, usually I go to, and and like I was just saying, we don't do those 10 mile hikes in the middle of nowhere campsites. We go to Mm -hmm. campsites that have outhouses, um, not porta, not porta potties, you know, that are like construction site ones, but ones that are built there made for camping. Um, so I, I tend to poop, uh, and sometimes pee into those. And I don't think that, I don't think that that's a huge issue. Um, I think that most of the time when I go to, you know, to camp, it, it usually is that type of bathroom. Now I agree that it would be nice to have one that is right next to the site in an RV or in a camper or something like that. But, um, for the love of God, 
cleaning up giant amounts of poop and pee sounds disgusting, and uh, I'd much rather just let somebody else do that in a uh, in an outhouse. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> I think I'm, I'm, <laughs> rebuttal. Um, <laughs> no pun intended. Um, rebuttal. So, rebuttal. Um, <laughs> emphasis on. Okay, so we also stay in the. I guess we can call them the civilized campgrounds, where okay, yeah, yeah, we're not. And when I'm saying we, I mean Eric and I as a unit. Not when he does his solo. Ah, not the royal we. Camping. Okay. Yeah. Yes, exactly. So the 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 unit of Eric and Samantha camping, we also book those sites that have you know some sort of facilities or whatnot. So and but also like the farthest one away because we like peace and quiet. We mm. don't have kids. We're just like oh, like please don't be screaming around with all of your seventy bikes and all the things around. So right. we we do like that. At the introvert campsite um, on the communal campgrounds, but when you do that, the bathrooms are so far away because yeah. <laughs> you're trying to get away from all these people, but then you're nowhere near the bathroom. So that's totally good for number two because we have a rule in our trailer: no number two. Ah, you are not allowed to vomit. You are not allowed to. Not that we like get <laughs> hammered and need to do that, but like, and if you're hammered. If you're hammered, what are you going to remember the rules? Open the door. I have to remember. No, no violence no. in the camper. I would, I would remember the rules. Okay, that's good. Just, that, that's just how I roll. But okay. no, no getting so drunk to where you have to vomit in the trailer. No, number two. So number two, having to walk across the campground, fine, whatever. Or just like be constipated for three days. Who cares? Because <laughs> I also have a two to three night mi- um, minimum or maximum, I'm sorry, on my trip. So, ah. but the number one in the middle of the night or like late or first thing in the morning to not have to walk <laughs> half asleep, having had my coffee yet because I have to freaking boil it when I'm camping, <laughs> like, and get up and it's 6 a.m. and 30 degrees and not like that convenience right there as a girl. Yeah. Too, by the way, I hear you. The greatest <laughs> thing ever. Like, all. All of the effort for this trailer when I'm cranking those wheels down and we're packing up, I'm like, all of this is worth it for that little <laughs> for tiny that toilet. For one, that one like, thing I is worth it. I look at that little toilet and I'm like, thank you, little trailer <laughs> toilet. Like, you've made glamping possible. So, hmm. you know, I'm all, I'm all about convenience in that, in that case. See, I hear you on that part. I mean, it would be nice. Again, I don't have to worry about that too much. I see a tree, you know, the, that's where I go. Right. Um, so it's not okay. an issue here, but you know, even if it is the middle of the night, um, having a, a headlamp or something like that, it's kind of fun to take that trip. Um, but I guess <laughs> there's those bears. <laughs> there's there those bears. Yeah. Um, again, we try to put everything electric, you, you know, we try to make everything uh, <laughs> shocking. Uh, so the light would have some sort of stun ray, uh, on it, and uh, so we're we're pretty good with that. Um, but That's no, good. I I, I, right. he, I think that you're right. I feel like you are giving a lot of good points for um, RVs and uh, or or you know campers or whatever it is you might want uh, for your your camping or glamping trip. But here's the thing: when I first saw that you said glamping in your uh, post, um, mm-hmm. I thought 
of a totally different thing. So I saw glamping before I saw the pictures. And when I hear glamping, I think of um, another thing. So I talked about this a lot at the beginning of the episode. It was in the intro of the episode. Um, there's a thing. Uh, I don't even know what it is. It's it's called it's under canvas glamping in the Smoky Mountains. Uh, I posted or I, I tagged you in it so you could take a look after the show. Um, but it is it's literally it looks like a hotel in in in, in tents. And like they mm-hmm. made this gigantic tent that has like a lobby and like a bar and then there are other areas like where your actual tent is has a bathroom in it and like TVs and stuff. It's like, what are you even think? This isn't, this is what I was thinking of when I saw glamping your type of, yeah. of, of camping. Although it is, you know, it's a little bit more, um, you know, you have a little bit more stuff to do. Um, you know, your bathroom in there, you might have a TV or something like that. You have a stove probably possibly, I don't know. Um, but for the most part, I think of glamping. I think of these gigantic, disgusting sites where it's like you barely even have to go outside because they're all connected and stuff like that. Have you seen anything like this or heard of anything like this? I did because I, you know, it's funny is I, I actually started thinking about this today too in prep for this podcast. Thank you for prepping. I'm thinking, yeah, I am. I, you know, I was the kid in class that you know sat in the front (laughs) and raised the hand all the time. So I was being a good student and I, and I did my due diligence and I looked up glamping myself because I think what I did is I used the term a little loosely mm-hmm. on my Facebook post because again, I'm used to my husband who's, who roughs it. You right. know, he likes the tent camping. He's not really that afraid of the animals and you know, he'll, he'll shoot him if he has to and all this kind of <laughs> stuff. Right. And I'm like, uh, no, uh, we're not even going to get ourselves in that situation. Um, and we bought the trailer and we get those on the other, but you know, I also, cause I'm just me, I like prepped, I marinated some steaks before we went wow. and I, we brought like a really nice bottle of wine and we got dishes instead of paper plates and you know, <laughs> I mean like camping dishes, they're camping dishes, but you know, we brought the, the, the local ground coffee. I mean, we're a little bougie sometimes <laughs> and we know it, but I was like, how can we blend this, you know, with the camping and so that I feel really comfortable because it's not my comfort place. I like the hotels and the, the whatever thread count sheet kind of stuff like that. I I dig that. That's my happy place, but I married an outdoorsman. (laughs) It was my, it's my duty to meet him halfway because he meets me halfway. And so in my head, I'm thinking, this is glamping. Look how fancy (laughs) I am. Like, (laughs) I got it. I got my own bathroom. We have a DVD player. Oh, shucks. We got these brushed out the, the dusty DVDs and use those for something. <laughs> yeah. And what are DVDs? Yeah. Right. <laughs> and I got my wine and my steak and I'm in a freaking shelter without the bees, bees and I'm a happy camper. And so I, hey. I thought, oh, I'm glamping. <laughs> I'm glamping. <laughs> well, I say, looked up glamping like I you th- and I, I thought, that's ridiculous. No. That is not actually what I was doing. Agree. And that's stupid. And I agree. I am on your side on that one. That is why be outside. Why, <laughs> why do the thing if you basically have a hotel room in a tent outside and then you don't even leave? Like, exactly. One, 100% agree that that's ridiculous. And then I went down the rabbit hole and started looking at 
glampinghub.com. I don't know if you have found that. <laughs> Did you say lucky it nut? It shows you. Oh, my God. I, it, you had yurt and uh, tree houses, 12, like 3,200 square foot tree houses. Oh, my in, God. In, like Santa Cruz Mountains over in California here. And I'm looking at them. They're $1,300 a night. Wow. Just And I thought, okay, again. Okay, you're you're in a forest, you're amongst trees, but this is a mansion. <laughs> <laughs> this is no longer considered a tree house. I'm confused. So yeah, the, the glamping term, I have learned my lesson to not use that so loosely because that is definitely, I think that I'm just, I think with the trailer and I think bringing some amenities from home and comfort is just maybe, maybe we'll just call it upgraded camping. I Maybe think that, I think Maybe that's that. pretty good, yeah. Because I totally agree with you. Um, and first off, I'm I'm sure you offended glampers everywhere by saying what you were doing was glamping. Um, so but, I probably did, but I don't care because that's sorry, the whole. Glampers no, don't apologize. Sorry. This show is called "Let's Make Fun of Stupid Things." Well, it's not called "Let's Make Fun of Stupid Things," but it's called "Let's Make Fun" because we make fun <laughs> of stupid things. And uh, I I'm very happy that. Uh, you know, hopefully we did offend some people. And I think that because so Kelsey and I have been talking about for a long time that we would like to get a fifth wheel, something like a little bit like what you guys have, maybe a little bit uh, bigger just because I'm so tall. Um, but oh, yeah, e- either totally. way, something like that, I think would be fun to kind of travel across the, uh, America in at some point would be sweet. Um, so I could definitely see myself doing something like what you guys did. Um, but no, I will not ever do an actual glamping thing, but I, I appreciate the fact that you did say, uh, that maybe you, uh, maybe you use it a little bit loosely. Cause I agree that I don't think you glamped. I think you just camped with style. You're like, uh, right. you're like, uh, uh, oh my God. Space. Uh, who the hell's the guy from toy story? The space ranger. Oh, uh, Tim. Tim Allen, Buzz Lightyear. Buzz Lightyear, yeah. You're like you're you're camping yeah, with yeah. style, not falling with style or whatever it is. Um, yeah. So I think that that is perfectly fine. Um, and one last thing I wanted to get co- uh, go over with the the pictures that you posted. Um, I was going through them, and there was one point where Eric, your husband, had uh, posted a video, um, and he said, "This is how." I think he said something like, "This is how my wife likes to hike." Um, and you had your ears plugged, and then you flipped them off. Uh, oh, can you yeah. please explain what happened there? Well, first of all, I'm a really classy lady. Um, <laughs> flipping people off and then getting posting it to social media. Um, <laughs> well, yeah. you didn't do it. Yeah, I did oh, actually, you did. So. Yeah, you put it on your page. That's right. I did, yeah, I did. It just you know when you group all the things from your your phone, and you're like, oh shit, how'd that one make the cut? <laughs> well, it's yeah, funny so, anyway, but. <laughs> It got, it got a few laughs, yeah. but, um, yeah, so my, my, my whole thing is this year, again, going back to story, I'm trying to be like this city girl, trying to live this outdoorsy life here, and so, I mean, I ripped the band-aid off with this trip. I got, we got the trailer, and we're camping, and then I bought hiking boots, which are so ugly and uncomfortable, by the way. <laughs> I'm and, not a fan. And I, and I bought a mountain bike, like, I was like, if I'm going to do this, like, I'm going hard. Wow. Like I'm, I'm doing it. Yeah, I even got a fishing pole. So nice. I went and my first hike and breaking in my boots, and it is so freaking hot. And there's just 
things flying everywhere, this whole hike, like two-mile hike. And I don't know if they're bees. I don't know if they're wasps or they're mosquitoes or they're just, I don't know. They're just things with wings. And they, anytime, <laughs> it turns into a little bit of Tourette. Not a little bit, a lot of it when I hear things buzzing and it doesn't, I realize that it's like a reaction for me. If, if Even if I just hear it, okay, it didn't land on me or whatever, but just the sound makes me just, you know, start to yell out several curse words. I kick everything that's in sight. I drop the dog's leash and let the dogs run wild because I have to cover my ears. And I drop my water bottle down a hill and I just freak out when I hear these sounds, but I'm trying to enjoy my stupid hike. And I just found that if I just didn't hear sounds of the buzzing going by, that it didn't scare me. So I covered my ears the whole time. <laughs> and it was really dorky and it was really embarrassing, but it helped me. And so I realized, okay, next hike, I need earplugs or maybe some headphones or something. And then I'll be fine. But my husband just thought that it was so funny that he started recording me <laughs> with my ears covered. And because I just looked freaking ridiculous, let's be honest. So... Yeah, well, then I found out he was recording me, and I flipped him off. But you know, it's I, I, I summed that all up to just say, you know, you know what your limits are, and you know what you can do and not do, and and I'm figuring it out. You know, I gotta <laughs> wear earplugs on my next hike. I gotta wear earplugs on my next hike, but I will be there. Damn it, I will be hiking. There you so. go. As long as you learned your lesson and you figured out what to do next hike, I'm sure Eric will be very appreciative of it. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> That's all you can ask for. Well, thanks again for taking some time out of your Friday night. I really do appreciate it. And uh, like I was talking about earlier, Sam and I used to listen to the same music. Have you listened to any uh, Asking Alexandria recently? I haven't. I haven't. <laughs> but you know what's uh, kind of crazy is that so my husband uh, at his hotel, there's a music venue, and they are hosting an emo night. Um, August 14th and the headliner they're bringing in is Hawthorne Heights which is quite quite entertaining and took me down some major um, major memory roads for that so so that might be happening soon yeah Yeah. I don't blame you if you go I'm going to have to maybe take a trip to Reno here soon just for that not even just to see you guys just for the uh, emo night you know straight straight to the hotel I have already started to part my hair um, to the side with one string hanging down so That's it'll perfect. be fully down by the time August 14th hits. So, I'd better yeah. see some videos of you flipping off the camera and plugging your ears because you can't take it anymore Indeed, indeed. Well, thanks again. (laughs) Thanks again for coming on, Sam. Again, I do appreciate it. Tell Eric hi, and thank you for taking his wife away for a few minutes Um, and going back down memory lane for the amazing glamping weekend that you had recently. Word. Word. (laughs) All right, we'll take one more quick break, and when we come back, we will get to that list of uh, super important things you need before any glamping trip. So stay tuned for that on the Let's Make Fun podcast.
Nothing says summer like hot babes. <laughs> Cheesy 80s hair metal. <laughs> and listening to a bunch of dudes talking about stuff. That's hot. 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 So go check out 4th and 20. Beer for breakfast. And let's make fun. All on the Not Normal Network. N3Entertainment.com That was hot. Remember we were 18. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Let's Make Fun podcast. That is Half Hearted. Song's called 18. Go check them out on halfhearted.us, Spotify, Apple Music, uh, wherever, again, wherever you find your music, you'll find them. Uh, and if you like that song, you'll like all their song the songs because they are badass. So go check them out. Uh, Half Hearted, 18 is the name of the song. They're on YouTube, too. They have a video for it, so check it out. It's pretty good. I like those guys. Uh, again, my name's Jeremy. This is the Let's Make Fun podcast on N3Entertainment.com. Go find all of the shows on N3Entertainment.com. We've got 4th and 20. We've got Beer for Breakfast. And, of course, we've got the Let's Make Fun podcast, where we make fun of all sorts of crap uh, every week. Um, today, we're making fun of glamping, and I found a list of 24 gorgeous glamping accessories. Uh, I don't know. They're stupid. I mean, they're not stupid. They, they're they pretty much... The th- they're all things you could take camping for the most part. <laughs> I mean, again, for the most part. Some of these things are going to be hard to take anywhere else because you don't really have some of the resources to use them. Uh, but I feel like they're kind of just... They're trying to market something for a specific thing to do when you could really do this. These all you could use all of these going camping or really anywhere. I don't. I, I just. I don't get it. I, I still don't get glamping, even after talking to Sam. Um, and I just. I still don't understand it. But uh, I did want to get to this list again. This is uh, a list uh, from coolofthewild.com. 24 gorgeous glamping accessories for camping in luxury. <laughs> uh, so let's get started with number 10. It is. Here we have a tailgate folding wooden picnic table. Uh, eating your dinner off your lap is for campers and rather uncivilized. Be a bon, oh, be a bonafide glamper, it says. Camp in luxury and dine in style with this pop-up wooden picnic table. Um... Most campsites have built-in tables. Um, again, it's not one of those things where I'm, uh, I'm not super like outdoorsy. I'm not always looking for the most ridiculously like ten-mile hike to go camping. I just don't want to find a campsite that has three billion people that are all trying to party right off of a highway. I go to you know campsites that some of them have a uh, you know you can reserve them online. Some of them you can find 
I mean, I'm not looking for something, again, that you have to hike half a day just to get to a campsite. Most of these places have picnic tables, you know? And if you don't, it's not that hard to just eat. You don't have to have a folding wooden picnic table. Uh, unless you're glamping, because guess what? If you're glamping, you have some sort of giant car with you. Uh, again, not that that's bad. I don't think that RVing is really glamping, but whatever. If you had an RV, you don't really need this. This is where none of it makes any sense. Like, this is what I was trying to tell Sam. Like, <laughs> most of the things on this, if you have an RV, you don't need any of it. So how is it glamping? Um, number nine, a Lodge cast iron Dutch oven. I always thought a Dutch oven was when you're like under the blanket with somebody and you fart and then you hold it under the fart under the t- uh, you hold them under the blanket so they can't get out and they have to smell it. That was a Dutch oven. Uh, apparently, a Dutch oven is an actual thing, um, and it's something you cook with. Uh, apparently, you can only use this glamping though. You're not allowed to use an, a Dutch oven or what I like to call a pot. Uh, camping, you can only do this while glamping. Um, so I don't get it. It says it's incredibly durable and comes pre-seasoned, uh, making it virtually non-stick and easy to clean. I don't know how that makes it uh, pre-seasoned. What, like putting some salt and pepper in it makes it non-stick? This website sucks. Uh, cool of the wi- cool of the wild. <laughs> dot com. if you want to see this amazing top ten list. Um, Here's one that kind of is a little bit more glampy, more because it's just kind of stupid. Um, but again, you could do this camping. It's a hand presso wild hybrid coffee machine. Yes, a hand presso. Um, so really just a stupid another word that they, a couple of words they combine together, just like glamping. They combined hand pressed. Hand presso. Wild hybrid coffee machine? You could take this camping. Um, Coolofthewild.com. I don't understand your list, um, but there's one. Again, yeah, you can only drink coffee if you're glamping, apparently. Number seven, mystical fire. Pimp out your campfire with this mystical powder. Toss a couple of packs into your fire and watch the flames magically change color. Mystical Fire works on any wood-burning fire and creates a vibrant blue, green, and red blaze. The amazing spectacle lasts about 30 minutes, and at that point, could you resist throwing on another pack? (laughs) Uh, I bought these at Walmart the other day. Pretty sure Walmart is not the glamping headquarters of the United States. Pretty sure people that really go glamping are the type of people that act like they've never stepped foot inside of a Walmart. Uh, but I definitely bought these the other day at Walmart. A dollar. A dollar. Uh, not very glampy. Um, also, you can start a fire while camping. Just to just so you know. Uh, number six, Nomad Puddle Rain Boots. Nomad Puddles. Oh, no, sorry. Nomad Puddles Rain Boots. Uh galoshes if you will they look a little bit more fancy than your normal galosh or rain boot Uh, but apparently only glampers can get the nomad puddles rain boots Uh, camping in wet and muddy conditions can dampen your spirits so brighten up your day with these 
Snazzy rubber boots. Ugh, God. We'll go on to the next one. Paradiso double hammock for the glamper that only likes trees um, in fancy glamping sites. Again, there are trees everywhere. There are trees in my backyard. And uh, you could put a hammock there. So again, not really just for glamping. This site, this whole thing is so stupid. Like I was trying to find this. I, I looked for a while trying to find a thing that was like specific for glamping. This is the only one that I found like a list of. Um, and this list sucks because they're just hoping that people are stupid enough to just be like, uh, I want to buy stuff for glamping only. And then they look at this and they're like, oh, hammocks are just for glamping. Oh, you can only make uh, coffee while you're glamping. Cool. And then they go tell their friends, and their friends are like, uh, dude, we did that the other day at our house. We sat in our hammock. Uh, number four, vintage copper LED lantern. A lantern? What the hell's that? I haven't thought of a lantern since I, oh, wait, since I went camping, I'm pretty sure. So that makes sense. Um, yeah, camping lantern, that's pretty much like that goes hand in hand. Um, but apparently, I guess maybe a vintage copper LED lantern, uh, because it's a little bit more pretentious than your regular lantern that's not copper, that you can't make a Moscow mule out of. I don't know. I don't get it. Number three. This one, I guess I could see only glampers using. It's a True, f uh, true Fabrications Picnic Sticks set. And of course, they just have wine being used in these. So they're pretty much like, if you go fishing, you know, like if you have a fishing rod and you stick a pole in the ground, like a, it's like a holder. It's like you put your fishing pole in the holder for your fishing pole. But this is for like wine glasses or wine bottle. Um, just in case you didn't go buy that uh, fold up picnic table from earlier and you have no table or flat thing to put your wine glasses or wine bottle on, you know, you now have these metal sticks that hold things sticking out of the ground. True Fabrications Picnic Stick Set. Yes. Only for the most luxurious of glampers. Beautiful. Oh, God. I hate the world. Next. Number two. We have... Ooh. What is this? Minute Mixology Cocktail Mixers? Perfect for glamping. This is really getting ridiculous. Like, you could, br you could bring all this camping. And why is this just for glamping? Because nobody would ever drink a Minute Mixology cocktail mixer unless they're stupid enough to go to your website and stupid enough to think that you can only buy this and use this glamping. They're just mixers. I, I don't understand. You could buy a gallon of cock or cranberry juice and bring it. But I guess this is a powder mixture, again, that you can't bring camping, only glamping. And number one, the stupidest of all and most pretentious of them all, because why does it have to be this and this extremely long word that nobody should know what it is? The number one gorgeous glamping accessory for camping and luxury is the Ferti 
Adirondack blanket. It's a blanket. It's got kind of, uh, mm, I'd say, Indian-y type patterns. Sorry, Native American-y type patterns. Um, but it's a blanket. You know, the blanket that you might use on your bed. But this one looks a little bit more expensive. Um, so yeah, if you feel like you need to go buy every single one of these things on this list, feel free. But you could also use any of these while camping. Uh, so just wanted to point out one last time how stupid glamping is and that they have entire articles uh, about that exact thing because you could do any of these things camping. So <laughs> if you didn't understand already that I hate people that glamp or think that it's better than camping, uh, there's another reason why that is the case. So just wanted to get that list out there. Uh, so hopefully I have offended you. Hopefully you will never go glamping again. Uh, hopefully you realize camping is a million times better. And hopefully you enjoyed the show, most of all. Uh, and uh, thank you to Sam, my aunt, for coming on and enduring my stupidity and making fun of something she holds dear to her heart. <laughs> and thank you to As Fire Falls, Half-Hearted, and Romance and Rebellion. Go check them all out on social media um, or go listen to them on any sort of platform that you might enjoy. Or go to their websites. Go to n3entertainment.com. Listen to this show. Listen to all the other shows on n3entertainment.com. Beer for breakfast. Or 4th and 20. And don't forget your favorite guy, Jeremy Balls with Let's Make Fun Podcast. Um, thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to get in your opinions on any topic that I have on any of the social media platforms. And as always, whatever time of day it is, have a great rest of your day. <laughs>